0: Two three four discovery, no adrenaline.
1: Welcome back to another spectacular episode of My Own Worst Anime, the world's number one premiere podcast on all things anime. I'm your host, Cody Wrestler, Resonant Anime Bad Boy joining me today is meg
2: i'm more of an anime maverick
1: uh travis hi <laughs> And Travis, he doesn't have a towel yet. I'm thinking Travis Hot Takes and Dakota. Today we'll be discussing episodes two and three of Cowboy Bebop, which leads me to my next point that for the rest of this series in particular, Cowboy Bebop at least, we'll be covering two sessions per episode instead of the one that we originally opened with in the pilot. So anyway, Meg, do you want to give us an explanation of the opening scene of episode two of Cowboy Bebop, Stray Dog Strut?
2: I would love to. So unlike with the first episode, No cold open. We're going to go straight into credits and delight our ears with tank all over again. So we see a guy in a bathroom stall taking off bandages. And I'm just gonna say that in the grimdark space future, I would just never go into a bathroom. They're absolutely horrible. Like There's the one that of- was in session one. Holy crap. It's like the exact same thing.
1: I thought it was just like a traditional New York bathroom.
2: <laughs> like I feel like you go in there and you come out with at least like two bacteria. So this dude, he's taking off his bandages and he has this case next to him and it starts kind of wiggling and he just side eyes it. And then he flushes the bandages down the toilet
1: it's so okay yeah there's a lot of things being flushed down drains and bathrooms in cowboy Bebop.
2: yeah you're right i kind of forgot about that
1: um yeah also this dude's like six he looks like he's seven feet tall
2: well okay so he flushes the bandages down the toilet and then these three scientists but they have guns rush into this bathroom
1: Pretty presumptuous assume scientists can't also have guns
2: i mean I'm sorry, but once we get to know these guys more in this episode, it it makes even less sense that somebody would, like, trust them with a firearm. But they all pull their guns out, uh, and they say, it's over, Abdul Hakim. And then he stands up and we see that he's like way taller than the bathroom stall.
1: And then I wrote down. Uh, so after this, after these three dudes show up and pull guns on, I have written down Abdul knocks out all three dudes in like one second. Does that?
2: <laughs> yeah. He does
1: seem to be very proficient fighting. He
2: like, he like kicks through the uh, bathroom stall door.
1: Apparently that scientist just like called everyone looking for him immediately after he uh, didn't pay and also punched the scientist in the face. So maybe he just called everybody who was hunting for Abdul and was like, "Hey, this is what it looks like now." But yeah, then we he he beats up these dudes and we get a smash cut to space and there's like Chinese dragons on the on the archways for the jump gate, which I thought was cool. I think they're Chinese dragons.
2: Yes, because we're going to Mars. I, and I think You like, said
1: that like, "Of course the <laughs> of course the archways have Chinese dragons. We're <laughs> going to Mars." Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. What? Did you not did you not get that? I
3: Sorry, like how dude. Metropolitan Mars is.
2: See, I think it's a little better than Tijuana, but also they're not like in the uh, they're they're kind of like in the places where people are running illegal pet shops <laughs> <Cool. laughs> and places where they have like I don't know historic nunchucks on the wall. I guess we'll get there. But, oh yeah, um, yeah, I, I
3: have lots to say about the gun shop.
2: So so first we get the interior, the bebop, and Spike is fiddling with the monitor, and it's all static, and he's kind of smacking it. And then he finally uses the heel of his boot to just kind of smack kick it and then it immediately turns on, which is kind of like the way that he deals with a lot of things in the show is by kicking it.
1: <laughs> People, cars. Kick too much.
3: Spike kick too kick much. Too much. He
1: he too much. much. Oh too my much. God. So yeah. And then this directly <laughs> <laughs> leads to our first episode of Big Shots. which. Oh my God. Um, I Dakota and Travis, I'll, I I want to hear you guys explain Big Shots
3: my my i love big shots but i have one problem with it and that's the outfits
2: that's your only problem with big shots. What about
1: the black guys bad accent? i'm sorry
3: i didn't even notice that because i was too <laughs> occupied with the You're outfits just staring at
2: that chick's navel I, I was
3: like wow that's a very bold way to wear a uh western blazer i guess
1: i have ri- written here <laughs> um Oh, God, this dude's accent followed by, oh, God, this woman's side boob. <laughs> How does she keep it on? Like that, you, can, they,
2: you, can't, no. you can't
3: wear that. Like, you can't go anywhere. You can't walk in a slight breeze like Dude, that. Dude,
2: there's, there's boob tape. They make special <laughs> tape for shit like that.
3: I I'm sorry. I just,
2: <laughs> I'm I being know. serious.
3: I don't know the logistics of the outfit, but, it, you know.
2: Yeah, his accent goes between, like, A weird, like, bad Latin accent, but then also, like, American Southern.
1: Yeah, so they, they, we get, the Big Shots is typically used to, I think, set up our, like, villain of the week um and this this month it is uh or this week it is abdul and he is worth eight million wulongs that's so many more woolongs than uh the guy from the last episode
3: also that guy
2: really was a small fry
1: in the next episode they say his spaceship's worth four hundred thousand 000 wulongs and i kind of feel like they weren't consistent with how much a <laughs> is, but whatever. Continue. No, you're
2: fine. I was just gonna point out real quick that they say hello to all three hundred thousand bounty hunters in the solar system.
3: That's right. It's like a very flooded, I guess, uh career choice.
1: I felt like that wasn't that many. Doesn't the whole I think the whole show takes place in the Milky Way thought.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah so the solar system like our solar system
1: yeah no i get what you're saying like pluto big shots and then neptune big shots uranus big shots (laughs) oh i'm sorry did you guys not hear me um uranus big shots really uranus big shots wait one more time i didn't hear you what'd
2: you
1: say
3: he's talking about the the big shots Uh on on uranus Uh, okay okay
2: Uh, i think it's because like going through those those uh jump gates Seems like it, it doesn't take any time at all. So maybe that's fine.
1: But um, yeah, so next we get Abdul in. we get the scientist calling uh, Spike and Jet, right? And they seem to know him already, even though I think he literally never comes up ever again.
2: The scientist they know that runs an illegal research lab on slash, animals.
1: Slash face swapping. <laughs> 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 slash bone implant. They gave him new bones because he's seven feet tall. And Abdul... Paid that guy to give him new bones and a new face.
2: And hair plugs. So and many hair, hair plugs.
1: plugs. Honestly, his hair he's a way cooler looking dude after that surgery. For sure. Um and he's I like, mean, he's gotta get his money's worth for it. Yeah, but he doesn't pay him. He punches the doc he wakes up, punches the doctor in the face, and runs away, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny
2: no i think he's the doctor whose lab got burgled
1: but how's he know what abdul looked like pre-face surgery i'm pretty sure he says that he did the surgery and then he got punched in the face
2: oh if that's the case i totally missed it but yeah he does have a picture of him post-surgery
1: and then i have written here that i think that the big crater that the city's in is on mars but i guess they've already established that earlier and i missed it
2: oh just real quick um so it it goes between the the doctor and big shots and they do say like they do this like hilarious awful slapstick thing where like both of the hosts are tied up and uh the male host says um that you have to bring him alive and undamaged and then the female host it cuts to her and the background of of where she is there's like a um gallows like in a desert with a body hanging from it and she says if you kill him kiss that reward goodbye so i guess that it kind of explains like how you have to treat your bounties so you can still get paid
3: that clears up a lot of our questions about it from the
1: first episode (laughs) like why doesn't spike just shoot this guy yeah yeah so i and correct me if i'm wrong meg because i think you take the best notes out of all of us but um why thanks i think we then go to abdul trying to meet up with someone to sell this case is that correct
2: he's like on the phone he's like it's me.
1: And he says, code, "Uh, I got the goods."
2: name Snoop. Also, his code name is Snoop,
1: like Snoop Dogg.
2: Uh, which is what a what
1: a dog theme in this episode. <gasps> I didn't even put yeah. that together.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. The total um, change in this episode from the first one—it's a lot. So uh, that that is one of my notes. I wanted to to I guess talk about that just a little bit. It's a lot more whimsical in this episode.
1: This episode feels like Babe, Pig in the City, or something, but with, <laughs> with space.
2: I, dude, you always bring up Babe Pig in the City. It's, the and it's just because babe. you haven't you haven't seen the original Babe.
1: I legitimately didn't know there was a first Babe until you told me. I thought who was, just
2: sees Pig in the City?
1: Um, he he calls the guy on the phone to sell the, the well to sell the package, and he says, "I got the goods, if you know what I mean," which. I don't know what else it would mean in the context of selling, like, a case full of lab experiments. Like, that's not a subtle way of saying, no one's ever said I got the goods and they weren't doing something illegal.
2: Yeah, he really, if he wanted to pull this off, he needed to make up a cocktail name. Uh, Like, hey, can I get a hair of the dog? Because that seemed to work Uh, really well for them. (laughs)
1: oh my god that's been great i i can tell i i stopped taking notes for a second because the next thing i've written down is uh abdul's hand is so big he can squeeze an entire face with it and you just force fed a dude a cockroach
2: <laughs> yeah you skipped a couple of steps but <laughs> so he goes into like a, a medicinal tea shop and he's taller than the doorway which do you guys all know the person that he's kind of like an homage to i do not okay so it's Kareem
1: Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. Um.
2: Yeah. So he was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so oh. if you just like Google like that, uh, like his name, I think immediately you'll get the uh, fight scene between he and Bruce Lee for the unfinished movie Game of Death. Ah. Uh. So apparently like he's a basketball player and like in the 70s, he and Bruce Lee were just buds and he invited him to have kind of like a role. On this movie, but unfortunately, it was the movie that uh um Bruce Lee died and he didn't get to finish. It's also the one where he wears like the yellow jumpsuit with like the black stripes on the side, like Kill Bill. So he uh he grabs, (laughs) the guy bumps into him and he says he's sorry and uh Kareem is just or sorry Hakeem, I got myself all mixed up now. Doesn't respond and this guy gets like super upset and uh says like oh you think you're too good to talk to me? To which uh he kills a cockroach puts it in the drink he orders and then force feeds it to this random dude and oh. while he's doing that this guy that basically like he's i just called him vash the stampede because he's got like the glasses and also like the broomstick hair that's the guy from uh but yes steals his case and runs out the door with it
1: and then i think we go to this this guy he like hops into a garbage barge right
2: i mean yeah that's how i get away from shit all the time um,
1: <laughs> and he he opens the case and you just hear like growling and he like Panics and slams it back shut. <laughs> uh <clears throat> this robber bash. And then we get this scene where this there's a character in this episode, and he only says one thing, and they say they have him say it a hundred times, and it's the blonde scientist, and all he <laughs> says is seems that seems way. Seems
2: that way. Over
1: and over. I don't know if anyone knows but me, and it was driving me insane. I didn't notice, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it no. again. He, oh my god. He says it thir- like 13 times, and that's his only line. He just keeps saying it. Oh my gosh. I it's never picked up on that. They recorded one line of dialogue for the students, him saying, seems that way, over and over. Oh, is it the I same like, audio clip that
3: they yes. just hit repeat on? Oh my no, god. No,
1: it's <laughs> yeah, not. It is, I think. No, it's not. Let me live this lie. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, because the driver, year, he, keeps asking, he's like,
2: clip. he just keeps asking these like, kind of, um, almost like rhetorical questions, and so the, the guy in the passenger seat just keeps going. Mm, It seems that way.
1: They cut to those guys who are also looking for this science experiment. And we also get uh, another shot of Spike taking off in the Stingray. And in my notes, it says the Stingray rules. I don't know if anyone wants to argue about that, but uh, the Stingray rules. It's really cool.
2: I love the Stingray. I got a ship in Destiny that semi-looks like the Stingray like two seasons ago, and I've never changed it.
1: Um, So uh, just out of curiosity... Dakota and Travis I'm figuring you knew what was in this because the show's 20 years old and also there's a there's a dog in the thumbnail but did you guys already like know right off the bat that there was a corgi inside that briefcase I guess the first time I watched the episode I had no idea but this is my second time watching
3: this episode and I knew what was coming
2: so um so it it cuts to Spike and he's in okay does anybody know why Spike knows to look for a shady pet shop no but like So he talks to the scientist who's like, here's a picture of Hakeem post-surgery. He had a case. He stole some shit. But he never says like he stole. A does dog? he say he stole a test animal? Because mm-hmm. I don't think he does. I don't think
1: he does either. And it's really weird. Spike just shows up and then he he confronts wait, the robber at the.
2: Wait 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 wait! Because he goes to the he goes to this pawn shop with this dude. Which okay oh, guys, fine. can I can I get a pink star tattoo on my face? Because I'm pretty sure that's what I want. In a I cyberpunk
3: future? All tattoos are accepted, especially face tattoos.
1: Oh, this place is called the Cyber Mall. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> they say that you should check out the cyber mall, which is really, that's like a type of stupid thing that they would call something in nineties sci-fi. That's what like happens when surfing. Amazon gets
3: invented in like the early eighties, but then
1: their plans don't come
3: to fruition until I guess the anime future of 2071. <laughs> cyber
1: mall.
2: So I like that this guy, he's like, first of all, he's like a weird surfer guy.
1: The actors in the show are
2: the guy running the pawn shop. So he's like, you can buy anything on Mars from guns to human lives. And he's basically like, you're going to have to give me some money if you want me to give you information. That gives and then,
3: us such a, like, I guess, background climate for Mars, too. It, it it takes it from this, like, little lighthearted, you know, city to something dark.
2: Like, apparently... There, Like, it, there's really nice parks and waterways, but also human trafficking. So this guy, like, wants money to tell him, like, where to find a, you know, shady-ass pet store. But instead, Spike, like, finds nunchucks on the wall.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: And it goes like, "wave the dragon model. And this guy's like, okay, we're best bros now. I'll tell you anything you want because you recognize a pair of nunchucks. My this dad makes,
3: makes... It opens up the ties to Bruce Lee and how this episode is a homage to that.
2: Oh yeah. Cause then like, he picks them off of the wall. He's, He's like, like, "I,
3: I know how to agree. Agree. I prefer to kick people, but I also know. How to use nunchucks?
1: Uh, we've been talking about nunchucks for five minutes, which is, I think, the max amount of time we're allowed to talk about nunchucks per episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Spike Spike goes in the nunchuck store, and then the guy tells him to check out the pet shop. I still actually, I'm sorry, I actually still don't know how we get to the pet store.
2: So Spike is like, "Do you know a place that would like deal in animals?" And so he he points them to the pet shop run by the most best accessorized person in the galaxy. <laughs> it's animal treasure And the woman that owns this place Is wearing a, a live turtle On her head
3: It's not even like duct tape down or anything I think there. it just prefers to Will live Would you duct tape
1: a live turtle to your head?
3: <laughs> I think that's the only way I could get a live turtle To stay on my head as well as she does <laughs>
1: yeah she I think the thing that gets me the most about this is Spike confronts that guy who stole a briefcase and he just pulls out a fucking gun on him like in the middle of the street and no one reacts
2: so well, I think that's kind of also telling of of Mars, God. so this guy's like, open up this case and tell me you know how much.' for what's inside and then while she's like fiddling with it he leans down to look into a fish tank and this giant fish moves and you see that spike is on the other side grinning like a maniacal idiot and tells him to meet him up top above the fish tank and then just draws a gun on him
1: for it's a cool move but also yeah i was just surprised that you could like point guns in people's faces and the space future and mars and no one reacts i and like how so the, it all, yeah, the pet shop owner is just like okay please don't do that in my store don't no guns <laughs> in the store <laughs> not today um so spike has her open the case and the thing that mm-hmm. gets me about this is everyone who picks up this case that has two different combination dials on it just knows the code it must be like scratched on the side somewhere we just <laughs> don't know about it they didn't have it's to a very
3: poorly gun. kept secret
1: um it's one 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 one, and she opens it and there's a surprise and then it's it's a corgi there's a corgi in there um and she talks. cody's dream dog it's my dream dog it's my favorite dog and then they're like oh well maybe we could just sell the corgi and she says that he's worth basically like 20 cents so like 200 woolongs i guess i don't remember no
2: she says he's worth two woolongs which i'm like okay so for four cents for a dog
1: god that's corgis are like 800 u.s american dollars so that's like a really good deal in the future. I guess. At least corgis are apparently everywhere. They're like squirrels.
2: It's like one of the few breeds that was like, uh, did well in space because they already have those tiny little legs.
1: Not a lot of blood flow. So
2: they're yeah. okay with uh, <laughs> low gravity? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Nailed it. No, I think that science is sound. I think we just cracked this fucker right over.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a calculated decision, and I, I figured it yeah, out. Yeah,
1: there's definitely a lot of science that went into why corgis are worth four cents. <laughs> I trust, I, I trust the people who made the show.
2: So she tells him that uh, he's not worth anything and then advises him to salt and eat him. That's
1: fucked up. I figured with
3: all the animals that she has in her store, a dog would be one of the last ones she would suggest that someone eats. Yeah. Or also just
2: like, you're an animal person.
3: Yeah. Why, why not eat like one of the fish that you have in your tank? I don't know. Something that makes a little more sense.
2: So Spike... <laughs> He has this like super annoyed face because he just feels like he wasted his time and he pats Vash on the back and he just says, sorry about the gun thing and kind of saunters off (laughs) i hope i get to say that to somebody someday
1: so we get uh and then spike pumps into abdul and abdul's i don't know if Spike's shorter than i thought he was or if abdul's huge or both i think Abdul's like seven feet tall yeah because he got the bone transplants but uh Mm -hmm. then that dude who just got robbed like the robber who just got a gun pointed at him gets another gun pulled on by abdul and then the corgi runs away with all the pets, and he run, leads, like, a pet revolution in the pet store?
2: Well, he, he sees Hakim, and he starts growling, and then he lunges and wraps his little corgi sausage body around his face. I
1: have written here, Ein is so cute.
2: And, and it startles Hakim so much, he, like, fires his gun up into the ceiling, and then all the animals freak <laughs> this out. This dog
1: knows kung fu, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> and so then we get a chase scene set to one and all back by the seatbelts, who do like I think almost every song in the show, which is like a fun little jazz song. And we get uh, what's mostly the rest of this episode.
2: Oh, I, I wrote down some of the lyrics. Really bad? I think I just did like, hold on. This is great. The The first few lines are, you said you wanted to see Paris. So I took you to the movies. Bon ami or something French like that. Pretty good. It's a great song.
1: <laughs> so th- most of the episode now is just a really long chase sequence where the scientists we met earlier, Spike and Kareem? Oh, Hakim. Hakim. Let's see, a real guy. Hakim. Ar- I
2: keep trying to, I was gonna say, I keep trying to like mold their names together. Uh, I wish they had just named him.
1: They're all the chasing same. this corgi. And at one point in this chase, he just throws fruit at the dog. Like that's gonna stop it. Like he throws like tomatoes at him. Mm-hmm. I don't really. How do
2: you catch a dog?
1: I don't know, but it didn't make any sense but then somehow Spike and he and Spike end up like on a bridge and they have a fight that isn't really shown.
2: It's not really shown because it's the, it's just like focused on the, corgi just chilling watching them make a fool of themselves and then so they're on this bridge over a canal and then a like fishing barge comes through and the dog sees his like moment of opportunity and just like soars like a little chubby eagle with you know two inch long legs over the side of the bridge and lands in the barge
1: it's yeah is extremely cute and then uh, That's all I have in my notes
3: as well, is Ayn does a really cute doggy <laughs> dive off of the bridge. I am Ayn
1: is a very good dog. <laughs> 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 um, and then I think we get a title, like a smash cut from there, because Ayn and- No, so,
2: so the two of them, so Hakeem and Spike, jump onto the barge. Hakeem ends up in a tank full of crabs, <laughs> and Ayn jumps at the same time Spike does. And apparently Ayn's like- final smash is he just like hits people in the face with his body <laughs> so spike misses the boat hits the water and ein has like settled himself on top of spike's head so he doesn't get wet
3: so he instantly got adopted is what
1: yeah. you're saying it was, it was yes good and then we, i then i think we get a title break and we, yes we cut back and jet's putting a little collar on ein because jet's like secretly a big softy and
2: it also has the gps tracker oh yeah in
1: but uh also by spike it's cute but yeah it's basically them setting up trick people into kidnapping this dog
2: yeah well real quick i love and it's a little bit of foreshadowing but we all know where this is going spike yells i hate dogs and kids and he's gonna get he's gonna end up with both of those oh absolutely soon.
3: yes <laughs> I, I noticed that spike was very adamant about not wanting animals because i'm the same way and i was like yeah you you really can't say something like that because you're going to end up with
1: an animal. Oh yeah. So yeah, they they hatch their brilliant plan to catch uh the bounty. We we get a scene of that guy like coming out of the water. He gets like fished out by some kids and he shoves them, <laughs>
2: which is really yes. funny.
1: <laughs> he gets stopped while he's just kind of like stomping around angrily for losing the dog by a fortune teller, mm-hmm. and at the same time, apparently a pretty good one. Yeah, this guy's know, apparently... that
2: bird has talent.
1: Yeah. So we we got three people. We got. The the scientists trying to use the super dog whistle to find Ayn.
2: Seems that way. Yeah,
1: with the seems that way guy. And we got uh Hakeem, who is using magic, apparently, which is real. And then Spike already has the dog, but they're using his bait.
3: Okay, about the dog whistle, I have to comment about the we have no choice. We have to use <laughs> the dog whistle.
2: Oh my <laughs> god, oh my spot. god, yes. That like, whole
3: exchange is great. Explode their heads or
2: something. Well, because he's like... And they're like, and then the, the guy that keeps saying, seems that way, has his first, like, actual line <laughs> the entire time. He's like, little draw attention to us. And then and the driver's like, we have no choice. And but you can't saying, hear
3: it because it's too high pitched. I know, I was only testing you. That, yes. <laughs> that
1: that was the best exchange in this episode for me as well.
2: It was such like a, like, I knew that. I was only <laughs> you. So
1: yeah, it, it it kind of feels like we're just speeding through the rest of this episode. But honestly, like pretty much after after Ein jumps out the briefcase, it's just like a bunch of chase scenes. It's a
3: yeah. This episode was kind of a, a long chase scene, but it introduces Ein in probably my favorite way that they could introduce a non-human character.
1: Oh yeah, I I I do legitimately really like oh, this yeah. episode, even though it's very light on Actual plot.
2: We do get some really great lines, besides, like, I was only testing you. Time when... for a
1: dog
3: nap.
2: <laughs> Time for a dog nap. So Hakeem steals somebody's uh just married. He punches the guard in the fucking in
1: face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sir,
2: he didn't me. have to, but he did. And uh goes on his merry way. Uh Spike gives chase in the stingray, and uh then the dog catchers are behind them. They start shooting, and Spike over his shoulder in the stingray yells, back off this pooch bagger is mine.
1: (laughs) I feel like we're not allowed to say that because this is a PG-13 I
2: know, but I am gonna start calling people pooch baggers as a oh, uh, oh no insult.
1: It's not bad, but I feel like it is.
2: It sounds horrible, and I don't know.
1: But no, what what Travis said earlier. Apparently, he uh, Kareem has like dog knockout gas spray in the can because he just, <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, so that brings me to this thing. Does this guy only steal animals from research labs? Apparently, because
1: he had a can of dog knockout spray. <laughs> <laughs> and He sprays him and says, it's "Time for a a dog nap." A dog nap, which is not like a, a cat thing. Nap, but
2: he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a thing.
1: Looks like all cats go to heaven. I really, I really whiffed it on that one. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he.
2: No, I was just gonna say. So then Ayn wakes up and. If you didn't know already that Ein was special and very smart, he again wraps his little corgi body around the steering wheel and starts deliberately pushing buttons with his little
3: paw. I have that same note. <laughs> he forget. has to be smarter than
1: what he appears. He, oh, oh, yeah. I wrote down Ein starts trying to steal the car with a bunch of question marks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like you think his original plan wasn't to open the door, it was to actually like was
1: take that take, take the car
2: and drive it himself. Yeah, he was
1: going to just keep driving until he hit Starlight or whatever. <laughs> and then I I fucking crashes the car with a uh, Kareem in it and I thought he killed him.
2: Oh, well before they they don't crash the the so ein gets the doors open and then he does like a leap of faith out the door and Spike who's about to get his 8 million Wulong bounty, peels off to save this little dog from, like, splatting against the river. Uh,
3: let me just say that is a huge play for Spike's character. Like, that made me think, okay, Spike definitely, uh, he talks a mean game about not wanting a dog, but he, he did. He gave up his 8 million Wulong bounty to save this little dog. I mean, so... That that lets you know he's a good guy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Spike's an asshole, but he's not so... I I'm such a cute dog. You'd have to be heartless to just watch that poor little dude splat. I'd even argue that Spike was kind of neutral up to this
3: point, but this is the first thing he's done that's like, okay, he's probably a pretty decent guy.
1: And I think, yeah, no, you're right. And I think as the show goes on, we actually get a few more scenes of Spike giving up things that you would think he would want to help other people. So he's not like, I don't know, I I don't think Spike's like a hero in the traditional show in anime he's not like edward what's the brother's last names elric yeah he's not like edward elric or the hero he's, of Graf- he's not vegeta. deku yeah he's not vegeta he's not like a hero but he he's not like completely irredeemably bad i wouldn't even say he's an anti-hero he's just kind of neutral good maybe
2: no i think he is just talks like a gruff old man but he's not
1: but yeah so i think kareem and the scientists crash into each other yeah so died. the scientists
2: have like <laughs> Yeah, they use like a harpoon, which why do they have that? So the two cars are connected and they lose control and crash into the police station.
1: And I thought they were all dead. I thought Aina just killed more people in episode two than like anyone else in the show did put together. But they all miraculously survive <laughs> and get arrested. Um, And I think we... This wraps up like really abruptly and we just like cut to them watching the news showing the three scientists and Kareem getting arrested while Jack gives Ina bath.
2: Yeah. So it's an episode of big shots and um, we see the turtle woman and she's watching it and they're like, ah, oh, he stole a data dog from an unlicensed research lab. What's a data dog? I can't tell you or I'd have to kill you. Anyway, it's worth a bajillion dollars. And she just goes, mm-hmm. I wasn't the same Corgi.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, ah, couldn't be. Um, And then Ein shakes off all of his water on Spike. And I think that's the end of the episode. It's cute. And Spike yells about not Spike's liking
2: Spike's like, this is why I didn't want a dog. And then Jet's like, you brought the dog back. Like, you brought the dog. Everyone
1: secretly wants a pet, Corgi. It's true. But, uh, yeah, that's the end of the first of episode two, uh, Stray Dog Strut. Do you guys want to take a quick break? And get back to it with episode three. Yeah. Sounds excellent. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. And uh, we we are on episode three of Cowboy Bebop Honky Tonk Woman. And the very first shot of this entire episode is horny. It's Faye. And the camera is super into her butt and her her stomach area and her boobs, I feel like I have to um,
3: comment on all the outfits, and this is the other outfit that I don't like
2: it's it's, it's a so little bad. much I love her so much, and the outfit is so bad
3: well it's it's because okay she gets a good outfit later on in this
1: episode, but then she never wears it again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just and going to pretend she's it. wearing the good one. So, Meg, is are the where are the suspenders going?
2: Okay, guys.
3: Was that just a huge, mega she's huge, huge 90s-ass thong?
2: Dude, right? It like looks a like thing. a thong that's been pulled up. <laughs> she, her, she, her,
1: her, well, guys, we made two episodes in before we invoke Borat, so <laughs> I guess we're done. Should I do the thing? <laughs> My wife.
0: My wife. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> It looks like the suspenders are attached to the perfect spots on the shorts to create toe, which might be a terrible thing to say, but it looks like it's what it's doing.
2: It kind of does. Wait, um, did you say toe instead of just saying camel toe? Yeah.
0: Well, I was trying to say.
2: <laughs> do you have time do, to say but... camel?
0: <laughs> We're in a hurry here. So much We're more trying. casual. But
2: see, it sounds like you're like
1: casual camel today
0: so I want to
3: know how she keeps like the yellow part of her shorts from falling down because I think the suspenders or whatever it is goes underneath it. <laughs> they do. So I, it, it's a mind-boggling costume to me, really, honestly.
2: And also the shorts are so loose that they're unbuttoned on the front.
3: And they're yellow. They're, they're yellow. I don't understand. And her hose okay. are
2: pink and and her shawl scarfy doodad is red. So just lots of decisions.
1: All that said, and at least for me, I actually like Faye as a character. I love it's Faye
2: just... and she's But she has battle. the but most extra
1: costume?
3: costume.
2: Especially with how dirty everything is, could you imagine like like sitting at a bar on Mars or a tj wearing yeah
3: that? in a reference to our previous uh how dirty these bathrooms are i i mean i feel like i'd be carrying around buckets of germ x with me and just slathering on everywhere if i wanted to wear anything like I'm shorts just or a it. t-shirt
1: yeah yeah Faye's outfit is bad but she walks in this far and gets ambushed by a bunch of syndicate members and pulls a gun out of well, nowhere
2: so I love, she like walks into this medicinal herb shop nice. with sunglasses Believe on it. at night and just like hey. picks up a cigar, lights it.
3: Meanwhile, the the bartender, I guess the cigar tender, is looking at her and he's like, I like everything about you. So
1: it's straight up going like, wow,
0: wow, wow. Like <laughs> camera, like zooming in on her.
2: Well, jokes on him because he's about to lose. All of his worldly possessions. That
0: happens a lot to to like pretty much all small business owners in this uh, show. It just gets blasted to pieces. It's like literally
2: everybody is the uh, cabbage vendor from Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) My
0: cabbages.
1: (laughs) So yeah, Meg, do you want to recap the opening of this episode before we get to Jet and Spike?
2: Sure. So uh, Faye walks in, lights a cigarette. This guy basically asked her if she would like to make, I have it written down, some big bucks because she'd fit in and then we see that uh three goons with they're like bluetooth earpieces but they almost look like um saiyan scanners on their noggins show up uh,
1: they're called scouters thank you oh i'm so
2: sorry (laughs) excuse me uh So she knows they're there before they open fire. She assembles an assault rifle out of a grocery bag and asks the shopkeeper if he uh, knows what the first rule of combat is. She destroys the front of the shop, blows it open, and then says, shoot them before they shoot you, which is actually a pretty good number one rule of combat. And then a guy in an Escalade shows up with like a Gatling gun on the roof.
0: Yeah, I like that they didn't just open with the Gatling gun. There was like no, three just- There was like three dudes who just had regular guns. They were like, this mm-hmm. might be fine, but we'll bring just in this, case
1: we could wait 20 seconds for the gatling gun limo to get here nah we got it. let's we got just it. do it
2: <laughs> so they completely destroy that shot but somehow not the two people inside
1: they miss you miss 100 of the shots
2: pretty much uh she gets outside just in time for like five dudes to all pull guns on her at the exact same time and she's still just like not phased by this
1: A day in the life
2: i know right and we get of, our title uh, card
1: of the world's hottest grandma <laughs> is what they call her yes. the hottest granny in the star system
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, wait what
0: why so yeah thank Thank you, meg. is that future because knowledge that i don't know
1: no they call her that
0: oh in this episode maybe in the english um, oh do they <laughs> yeah. not in, interesting well now i don't remember yeah
1: they call they say that Faye is the legendary lady luck and meg correct me if i'm wrong
2: poker alice queen of hearts
0: yeah, yeah, they called her that. I didn't hear anything about her being old, though. They
1: they said something about how she's been. They're like, well, this can't be right. It says you've been around for two hundred years. And That make you like the hottest granny in the solar system, or oh. something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just kind of like, yeah, that's weird. And then, okay, okay, Meg, what's happening with so the she. Card? that he pulls out of her. (laughs)
2: Okay, so she stretches and she's got handcuffs on. So we realize that this guy who owns a casino is basically trying to be like, I have enough shit and dirt on you that you need to help me do what I need to do with your super awesome gambling skills or else. So she's standing there and he's talking about how Alice always won but never cheated and then just super gross runs a finger up her leg. Yeah,
3: yeah. And pulls out grace. an ace card? So does he pull, pull it out of her outfit? Or does he pull it out like a magic trick, like he's a uh, magician? I thought it came out her butt cheek. Uh,
2: I think she had that there. Uh, there's just not a whole lot of places it could... I mean... Okay,
1: uh, quick vote. Everyone, starting with Meg, run down where you think that card was or how it got there. Th- Meg? Because I think it was a butt cheek card. I, <laughs> I hope
3: it was in his sleeve, but... You know, knowing what we're about to find out about her character, you know, she could have him stashed all over
0: the place. We don't know about it.
2: He does what she got to do. Don't.
0: Sometimes <laughs> cards are just places. Maybe she had a garter belt way too high and it was in there.
2: Like in her butt crack?
0: No, like, you know, it, you know, the little diagonal part right there like it, it was like no it was dude
2: those shorts just go up to basically hip joint
0: i guess so i, I don't there's think there's
2: that like the card butt after
0: it and that's it <laughs> that's why the hand trace thing was so creepy i had no Super. idea where that was going
2: i'm st- oh i'm so glad that I what don't happens think... to him happens to him because fuck that guy
1: i don't think anything that creepy happens except for the movie after this oh
2: the movie has a the real movie's sheet. pretty bad they they do face so dirty in the movie i don't even want to talk about it
1: okay so he he pulls the card out from her shorts area and basically i i just have here i don't think we ever get his name so i just wrote down scumbag casino owner and i think this is what i call him for the rest of of the show we
2: do but not till later but it doesn't matter so. Oh, okay.
1: So we'll just call him Scumbag Guy. Yeah. Um, basically recruits her for a job and says that he'll pay off all of her debts if she helps. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then we we cut to. <laughs> jet.
3: I have a note oh, okay. here about the casino that they're on the yeah. the CGI casino oh, that looks. Oh like man,
1: I'm sorry. There's really bad '90s CGI in this. It show. <laughs> looks
3: like it was animated on an actual toaster. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you about Code Lyoko. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah
2: it looks like a it's a spa it looks like the uh international space Station but if it were made by an idiot and shaped like a uh it was a roulette table. table yes
1: <laughs> it looks like a Sonic. It, it, looks, it like a Sonic looks like a <laughs> Sonic the
2: Hedgehog it's level. It is
3: a Sonic the Hedgehog level. do
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> so, we cut to Spike and Jet going to this casino. Jet, Jet's just telling Spike about Oh, sorry, go ahead. He's
2: Jet is wearing an all white three-piece suit with sunglasses. <laughs>
1: I love Jay a lot. He's such a, he's so lame. I
2: love him so much. In
3: all honesty, he looks like he could be your typical Vegas casino dad. I mean, he
1: plays the part well. Oh, yeah. He looks like he should be drinking vodka and Red Bull out of like yard long, whatever they're (laughs) called. I'm sorry. I don't remember what they're
2: called. Cody, that's not a dad thing. That's just a your dad thing.
1: That's my dad does that when he's in Vegas. (laughs) He's just telling Spike about a dream he had and Spike mostly ignores it. Well, that's um, like
2: why they're going to go gambling is because Jet had this dream that told him to to go to the casino because he he was going to Have some luck.
1: And then Jet tells Spike he can't smoke in the elevator and Spike eats his cigarette. Okay, this is another instance of Spike eating something really gross.
3: And it happens again
1: in this episode, which
3: we'll get to that later. Oh my god, yes.
1: Yes. So Spike eats his cigarette and then Jet says basically to Spike, um, like, while they're there, not to actually play any games because Spike's so good at, like, his eyes are so sharp that he'll win too much and get them thrown out. His he can't kick too much. He can't win too much.
2: <laughs> His <laughs> eyes are so sharp.
1: Um, just, Which I kind of? Oh, go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say, Travis and Dakota. Do you think he literally meant like you're too good of like basically a con artist? I thought he meant that he could win like, too much.
0: I thought he was saying he could like count cards without actually saying that. I I didn't really understand what he meant by sharp. I took it as Spike.
3: Don't mess with anything. Just let me go in here and get enough you money for us to day. cook a dinner please
1: don't start any fights that's jet, that's kind of how i took it
0: jet did great by himself he didn't even need spike to do anything
1: yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was like really raking it in on those slots which is weird because it's luck based i assume he like hacked them somehow but they don't show that mm-hmm. so maybe he's just really good at slots
2: well he had a dream
1: he did have a dream he had he he, he makes two hundred fifty thousand 000 woolongs apparently uh, the mysticism
3: in this universe will not let you down often because this is like what the third occurrence you know, between yes. the, uh, the uh, native guy in the first episode and then the second episode
1: fortune teller. And so I I think kind of just, you know, we get some shots of Jet gambling. Spike runs into the oh, reoccurring three old men. Real
2: quick. So uh, Spike or Jet tells him not to get them thrown out. And then Spike hacks up the cigarette butt he ate and spits it into a trash can.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's
2: really For good the first
3: it. time in this episode. He's, He's really not, you know, eating non-edible
2: something. things and then also spitting them up uh, on command.
3: Do you think he would do good in like the Coney Island hot dog eating contest? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he strikes me as the type to be like in top three.
1: Well, once we get to the second arc where they enter um, a, fu- a fooding competition, it you'll see. Uh, Are you serious? Is there really a... a food? I haven't gotten no. that far. <laughs> I, wish. I, will, I believed you.
2: It's right after the tournament arc. <laughs> yeah, it's part right the
1: Terminal power arc. Once Spike fuses with the Stingray, and becomes like a, a Gundam. It gets pretty weird. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, like so jets, three men. the old three old dudes are there, and they win big. And Spike steals a little bit of their chips and says it's a tip for telling them that they should keep going in their blackjack game. I don't know blackjack terminology. He Spike also walks by an old black and white movie, and we get a subtitle on the movie that says, "Only a true samurai can kill him." While Spike's standing in front of the movie, um, which really only lends context if you've seen the entire show already. For Meg, I thought that was a cool shot.
2: I paused um, it when it went to the titles and I was like oh my god I had never noticed that before.
1: Yeah so it, it's, it's really cool um, and we can't really elaborate on it anymore but then we Spike runs into Faye and Faye's running a blackjack table that she's definitely cheating on and Spike just starts playing at the table that Faye's running and we just keep getting more shots I think of Jet laughing and winning at slots like <laughs> it's just like interspersed throughout the episode.
2: He's just putting his like nickels or like whatever the equivalent is in his like paint bucket just like filling it up filling it up having a gay old time
1: he looks so happy i'm so happy for him
2: in this i know episode.
3: i would be happy too if i was starving and i had literally a five gallon bucket full of money that i had won <laughs> through playing yeah, video games
2: they, they say that they're down to their last five thousand wulongs and they're about to go gamble it so
3: for them that's like look. what a green bell pepper because that's what <laughs> they get to eat
2: No beef. Um, So Faye's at, uh, she's working for the house. She's dealing. She's cleaning out everybody that's sitting at her table. Spike comes and sits at her table and she has this tiny shitty monitor embedded like in the table and it has like a really crappy grainy picture of this guy that's supposed to be her mark and it looks like Spike. It also looks
0: like Stew Pickles from the Rugrats. <laughs>
1: it doesn't, it doesn't that's like that's stew. A stew Pickles' ass looking I dude. <laughs> I
0: was like, Wait a second, I know this guy. <laughs> dude, a stew tie? Oh, <laughs> Damn, This guy, this though, Pickles
1: he
3: right is there. the human personification of the meme where Stew Pickles is up at, in the middle of the night making <laughs> <chocolate laughs> <Chunk pudding. laughs>
1: <laughs> This is this well, guy's, guy's whole life. <laughs> I'm sending you all to the. I'm going to post a link here in the chat to the official Rugrats fan <laughs> wiki page <laughs> of Stew Pickles, so you can see.
2: Oh my god! So we flash back and. And uh, Faye's having a conversation with the casino owner. And he's basically like, here's this guy. You're going to clean him out. When he's done, he's gonna hand you his last chip as a tip. You give me that chip, and your debt is gone. Simple enough, right? Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm following so far.
2: Yeah, so Spike is, and I think this is spoilers. Mm, actually, you know what? I don't want to say it. Uh, never mind. So for, Spike, for
0: this episode or for the whole series? For
2: this series, because oh, I okay. just yeah, I just want to see if if you see where it's going. But um, so he just keeps gambling, and they just keep making eye contact, and she keeps taking all of his money, and she, he just like is letting it happen. Uh, he gets down to his last chip and she puts her hand out to like accept it because that's the plan right mm-hmm. and he flicks it in the air and says i think i'll keep it as a souvenir
3: <laughs> he seems very ambivalent to her cheating her ass off like i don't think he i don't know i don't think he, he minded really mind. but no. i
1: think he was just betting with the money he stole from the three old guys
0: i don't think he actually had any of his own chips did he no, i think he, he only like- started with like very little he, like, took one. And he yeah. won a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He had a big pile, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think then it gets cleaned out pretty quick. Though. On purpose? I Okay, so
1: I I could be misreading the scene, but it felt like they were, like, flirting with each other in this particular scene. That Which was, was another kind of...
3: question I had. But go ahead, Cody. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. No, on. no,
1: no. I was just going to say... No, go ahead. I actually, I actually want to hear your question.
3: Oh, I was curious, because, you know, I haven't seen the whole series yet. I was wondering if they were a romantic interest. But um, I may be way off there.
2: I just want to hear what you guys have to... What you, yeah, I
0: want to hear what you guys think happens. Because I know. I think that she was... You go ahead. I oh see
3: uh, Spike as just a very flirtatious guy. So I'm pretty sure it's going to happen with any i guess woman who become, who's on the show in this like scene
0: specifically yeah show. in this scene specifically i thought that faye was uh, more focused on clearing her debt and just like kind of being afraid or at least like focused on her task rather than like actively flirting with uh, spike but i could Do be you wrong. think spike was trying to be flirty oh, i don't her. think
2: she's afraid i think she's annoyed
0: mm, i didn't it's think about to that keep going yeah, that's true. Yeah, did you? I guess uh, the code. Did you think he was being a little flirty with her? Yeah, I I agree with Travis. I think he always is flirty, like with the girl in the first episode. That's true. So yeah,
1: they they kind of like a little bit of energy going there, um, at the table. I thought, and Meg, what did you did you kind of feel like that was like some some strong flirt energy coming off of that table?
2: I did sense some, yeah, some big. Flirt energy,
1: big flirt energy. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and close this Rugrats wiki page real quick. I don't think we're gonna do this episode. <laughs> I um, think yeah, I think we're
2: good. uh So Jet's still clearing out slots.
1: <laughs> just multiple shots of Jet going <laughs> and like getting chips in his big popcorn bucket.
2: I know it's great. I love it. Um, and so we see that so Fate spikes kind of just walking across the casino floor, face trying to catch up with him and we see the stew pickles ass dude who she was was supposed to be her mark uh who's wearing he looks like a 99 cent store knockoff of spike like <laughs> he didn't like him yeah and his suit was all like disheveled his tie was somehow even skinnier it was bad so they bump into each other and they both have one chip. And of course, both chips go flying. Is
1: this an anime trope? The bumping in and dropping things? Because I think it is. I feel like it's just a heist heist trope. Yeah. I mean, there's not really a heist in this episode. A but... switcheroo. But yeah, they, they bump into each other and they mix up the chips.
2: Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, jeez. And he grabs one, skadoodles away. And then Faye finally catches up to Spike and is just annoyed and pissed. And is like, you're supposed to give me your chip. And he's like, well, why? You were cheating the whole time and I didn't say anything to you. And then everybody is like, the house is cheating. I'm like, guys, you're in a casino. Did you not know that the house like wins?
1: (laughs) Just go, go on the internet and tell lies. So yeah, then Spike eats the chip just to (laughs) kick her off. (laughs)
2: Well, so so like three three guys that work for the casino walk up and she's like, ah, shit, we have to go. And so she takes off and he sees that, he, that ch- there's a chip under his foot. And so, of course, he's going to pick it up off the floor, the thing he just stepped on, and put it in his mouth because no, he's a toddler. <laughs> I
0: don't he's know what point like, he was trying to make with that. I, I think he's just trying to be a dick. He
3: was I trying, to be no, a dick. I agree. I think he's a toddler. I think he just likes <laughs> eating things and then regurgitating <laughs> them. This so is like the fourth time he's done Done this sometimes yeah. i
1: like to crack open a nice bag of legos as much as I, <laughs> I can go town. but
3: <laughs> do you think he ate glue when he was a kid or do you <laughs> think that Most he was he definitely. surpassed glue he went to crayons first
1: spike has eaten half a bionicle <laughs> i actually kind of like this it's not like a really good fight scene or anything but spike completely no cells getting punched like sucker punched straight in the face in a way that's pretty cool mm-hmm. one of the casino staff he's like uh oh yeah come with me when you talk to me he's like what about out. And the guy in Spike asks, What about? And the guy just punches him in the fucking face. And Spike uh no sells it, and I think beats up all three of the guards he does he kind of lets his power level slip out just a little bit (laughs) he does uh go all out just this once but not he doesn't he doesn't
3: even look like stressed out he doesn't break a sweat he's just like oh this is every day for me
1: yeah i was i actually wrote down that like this is episode might be peak. um it's like a reoccurring thing with spike where when he fights he looks like he's not taking it very seriously like the whole time um i kind of think this episode is peak that like he spends this entire episode not actually looking like he's that worried about getting killed that's how
0: he acts about um, a lot of stuff i think he acts like someone who's either depressed or i don't know just apathetic in general because mm-hmm. people like that mm-hmm. don't just don't care about consequences anymore you know what mm-hmm. i mean so you don't think it's Am because I... he's just like that cool i think
3: he has I... a very casual approach because he puts himself in danger all the time so this is just kind of like another day at
0: work for him or he's trying um, to hurt himself could... or something
2: mm-hmm. could be maybe I'm
0: maybe i'm onto something judging by these uh oohs and ahs mm-hmm.
2: You guys can't see, but my eyebrows are going up and down like crazy. So
1: Jet actually gets really pumped because there's a fight happening. He's like, oh, sick, (laughs) a fight. And he's like, oh, damn it. It's Spike. (laughs) Oh, Oh, go ahead
2: yeah no, no no you're you're on the right track go ahead
1: i would say Faye calls in her spaceship and it just crashes straight through the wall which made me laugh um and we kind of get the reveal that apparently this whole time fey's had a remote controlled spaceship for one with machine guns on it that she's just not been using and she's like well i gotta get the hell out of here and jumps in and flies away and spike and jet jump on the front of it well, while okay it's first going, of all like,
2: so she has she has the ship What do you mean that she hasn't used yet? When else would she she have used it?
1: I don't know. She could have shot scumbag guy with it. I guess. I don't know how she would have. Well, but
2: she doesn't owe him money. She (laughs) owes other people money and he was going to make good for her.
1: Yeah. I think she wanted to use the leverage
3: opportunity that he was offering her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys are right.
2: So yeah. So she gets in and she's going to, she, so she doesn't go through the first hole that the ship blew. She blows a second hole (laughs) in the side of the casino to get out and uh, looks up and Spike and Jet have, have jumped i get done the uh data dog move and have glued themselves onto the uh windshield cockpit so it's i guess there's no
3: worry about atmosphere
1: i think they're still if because i actually the rewind a couple times look at that because it's like i guess the and then they die in the vacuum of space but i think they're still planet side, like in a little in that little dome i don't think they're in space because I think it's the whole city's like in a dome. I think they're still in that. Yeah, yeah.
2: so it's like the casinos are like in the center. But then like the whole entire thing is like encased. So.
1: Because I, I also at first thought that they were just in space. flying <laughs> on the windshield. That's what it looks like.
2: So then we cut to um, the casino goons caught the, the guy that was supposed to be the mark. They have him in the surveillance room and they see that the chip he has is a fake. It's not the actual chip. And they reveal that there's something like laser engraved on it. And then they just shoot him in the head.
1: Yeah, they're very evil. Are these guys part of the syndicate, or are they nah, just man,
2: unaffiliated
1: just casino, casino owners? Meanies? Uh, after they kill that, do, do they shoot that guy? And as they shoot him, it goes to the the card break, like it, it does. The with the and it looks
2: different than it has in previous two episodes.
1: It's like pink spray paint. It says Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. So I and then we 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 open back up to Jet. Uh, Faye is handcuffed to the toilet of the Bebop. Mm-hmm. and jet i wrote down that jet calls i my dog and i feel like that's important because i think Jet's the <laughs> only person in the whole show so far that actually likes i Jet's like jet is very and-
3: much team dad oh yeah
2: he's such everyone's dad yeah oh
1: it's travis i'm sorry we're you going to say something
3: oh no i just like i don't know the way the party is developing jet just has this fatherly figure about him
0: jet's the one who uh, gets up at night to let out Uh, Ein and like picks up his poop and feeds him stuff like that. He cooks
3: dinner for everybody. Has
2: his bonsai
0: trees. I think
2: (gasps) we haven't seen that yet, but I'm excited to. And in the last episode, he called a spike kid. But
1: yeah, they they're basically like, hey, uh, we're going to take your ship and sell it for 400 wulongs because we had to leave early because of you and we lost out on 250 wulongs. Do you guys feel like 400 wulongs for a spaceship? that can be in our space and has guns is like super cheap. Was it
2: 400 or 400,000? It's
1: 400,000 Wulongs.
0: That also seems low. Which is
1: still really cheap. I
0: feel like the pricing one is, guy is small for it. the pricing is so inconsistent. Oh yeah, I don't think <laughs> they're trying to be consistent
1: with numbers in this show. Yeah,
2: um, and and Spike coughs up the chip. He
1: vomits up the chip and is like, "Why was this so important?"
0: <laughs> he does and, it so easily uh, too.
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really it's gross. creepy. <laughs> so they they lock her in the bathroom and she immediately takes like something out of her coat that ends up being like a communicator. And Jet has the uh the chip like in like a tiny little box that actually comes up a lot i forgot and it's like uh analyzing it and he finds out that there's a microchip on the chip oh yeah accepted
1: chip we get the we get the line of him going it's some sort of chip and spike goes yeah of course it is And I think while they're doing this big shots comes on uh-huh. and we get we find out the Faye is worth six million Wulongs, which might be the is that the biggest bounty we've gotten so far no, the guy last episode was eight. eight um but we she's a pretty poker player that's heading for the pokey is what they say <laughs> yes <laughs> which is awful but okay <laughs> it's not offensive it's just stupid and they jet and spike get pretty excited about this because they basically accidentally. Got a bounty yeah um, and they confront her about being worth six million woolongs and she's actually disappointed that she's only worth six million mm-hmm.
2: well before they they open it back up uh she calls the casino boss gordon and is oh, like yeah. hey i didn't try and bug out uh it was these two goons i'm in like a fishing boat but oh, i'll be yeah, back the
1: is what the bebop is
2: mm-hmm. it's an old fishing vessel uh so yeah they open it up and she's like man I'm only worth six million. That's why I think she's like more annoyed and she's not afraid because she literally has a bounty in the entire solar system out on her. She's locked in a toilet and this giant like crime boss is like not happy with her. And she's like, this sucks.
1: Yeah. And they, I also heard that she calls Spike a bumpkin. Yes. Which is funny. (laughs) She Um,
2: claims to be a gypsy.
1: Yes. Goes on a big long rant. Um, And
2: Jet calls her a young lady, which is hilarious. uh... (laughs) She literally, out
0: oh yeah i forgot about that, that i somehow I, thought... I missed all of this i have no idea what you guys are talking about really it either maybe wasn't maybe in it, it was or, different yeah there was no mention of uh gypsies or any howling involved what does she say in yours do you have anything written down um after she says oh that's all about her bounty um uh-huh. I don't remember. I think they just like they're like, all right, well, we'll come back later, and then they just like leave her there. Oh
1: yeah, in the in the dub, she goes on a, a long rant about her her and her whole family are gypsies, and they're born to like love and roam the galaxy, and they're depriving her of that by keeping her locked up in this toilet.
0: Wow, kind <laughs> yeah. of
3: leads that her lineage could be the uh, like a gambling family. And mm-hmm. that could lead to her reputation.
0: Well, the stereotype, <clears throat> the negative stereotype is that uh, gypsies are like swindlers and, you know, <laughs> hustlers and stuff.
2: I'm just going to interrupt you guys and say that uh, Faye is a class A bullshitter. And none of this is true.
0: I mean, that makes sense, too. But I think she, I, did... she
2: literally she's like, so she's like, I, you can't send me to prison. I can't stay in one place for long. It'll drive me crazy. And then she howls. And says the wilds are calling me.
1: <laughs> I think she's basically like Heath Ledger's Joker and that she gives eight different backstory explanations throughout the show and you know, they're all completely different. Mm-hmm. So would we say Faye is a pathological liar?
3: No. Um I don't think no, she does. No, there's it. a
2: reason.
1: Yeah, they, they they
3: get to it. Interesting. Um, it's just not in this episode. Yet, no, right? it, no, it
1: takes a while.
3: She's um, a con
2: artist.
0: I just remembered at the at some point near the end of the this episode she does or um Spike calls her Romani and she calls Spike Gorgio, and I had no idea what that meant. Yeah,
1: That's weird, you're... because, yeah, that that comes up earlier, but it's weird that it doesn't come
0: up in the... That's
2: a callback to this conversation that they're having while she's still in the toilet. That's
0: so weird that it got cut out, or or I wasn't paying attention, who knows? Well, one thing I've wondered is maybe if the, the sub
1: job on that isn't as good as it could be, because it's so old, I don't know who was doing, you know what I mean?
0: Like Yeah, it could be. Uh, maybe I should start if... watching both for all of them, or just watch you... uh, dubs. I mean, I like you being the subs guy. It's. I appealing. think if
2: you... If you do both, because then you get to, you know, like uh, in Stray Dog Strut, we were talking about the guy who just went seems that way is hilarious. Yeah. And I'd be sad if you missed that.
1: (laughs) But uh, the scumbag casino guy shows up in his big ass phallic ship and um jet is like hey what's up uh and they have a back and forth and jet reveals the backstory of the chip which is that it's a key to an ai that can unlock any security system in the galaxy so it's right? a key to a yeah. key right it's the key is it the key to the key that's for the ai
2: he literally says it's the key to the key mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah so it's and he also
3: kind of reveals that he used to work for an organization called the
0: iscc am i saying that right yeah he,
2: ISS- issp special ISSSP. forces ISS- jet Jets a, a cop
0: yeah, just a space cop or he was that's weird because yeah. in the in Japanese it said ICP just saying
1: clown pasta. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he
0: really... he crushes <laughs> a ball of fuego and uh, pulls out his hatchet yep and <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm sorry, no one knows what I'm talking about
2: uh I mean unfortunately we do <laughs>
1: um, uh then jet basically is like, I know this is worth a lot, but I'll sell it to you for thirty million wulongs, which is a great deal considering it's worth like probably a trillion wulongs uh and the guy's like yeah sure and i think meanwhile Faye uses a lock pick she had in her hair to nah
2: man she uses a bobby pin oh she Old uses school. a bobby
1: pin that was in mm-hmm. her hair to break out her handcuffs and then the first thing she does is break into their space fridge and eat all their food
2: yes <laughs> and just leave a complete mess <laughs> yeah there's
1: like a banana peel it's 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 very silly um but they they agree to go into our space to trade the money in the chip and it's very obviously a setup and i they're gonna do an exchange scene yes Mm -hmm. like
3: like no other exchange scene has ever gone poorly because these happen all the time right and they always go well right
1: yeah it's super obviously a setup and i can't i honestly can't tell if spike and jet know it's a setup or not or if they're that dumb
3: i think they could just be gambling with the theme of the episode because they're like mm-hmm. hey 30 million wulongs is uh what 24 million more than what we're gonna have just with uh Faye, so might as well
1: what's the worst thing that happens they kill us
3: <laughs> yeah what's the worst thing that happens they shoot at us that just happens every episode
1: <laughs> so yeah, Spike goes out into space in his little spacesuit, and are they meeting on the bridge of the casino ship, um, or like the whole? Not the
2: casino like not where the actual casino is but the guy that owns the casino his like private ship
1: yeah and then the guy runs the casino is basically like hey as soon as uh we get the chip just kill him because obviously they're the bad guys and i should have taken bare notes because all i've written down here is at this point spike does zero gravity kung fu
2: so it's really cool because like the um there's like a, a magnetic field in these suits that you can turn on and off so like you can do like a spacewalk it just like magnetizes you to the ship so he he's on the bebop he turns it off and pushes off and he's floating upwards towards the other ship. And when he gets there, he turns his gravity back on and he's standing upside down. And then the entire frame rotates so that he goes from being upside down to right side up. Yeah, so
1: I, I thought that like, was really cool like also. Above him. Because there, there would be no sense of like up and down in space. It's cool. Which is weird to think about. Is that true? I'm pretty sure that's true. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't be like, I'm upside down
0: right now. You just always feel like you're right side up. It kind of stresses me out thinking about jumping off of a spaceship towards another spaceship in space when if you're like a little bit off you just keep on going
2: well oh yeah
1: when spike like, zero gravity kung fu's that dude he kicks it. he doesn't just shoot him which would be a way more nice way to do it he just kicks him into the void of space He's he like yeah.
2: yeah he actually leans over turns off his magnetic field and then kicks that guy in the chest and he ping-pongs off of like the hull of the ship into the sun
1: yeah so like he's not dead he's just gonna spin around violently and float until he starves to death or like has a heart attack or something and no one's coming to save him either because everybody's
0: well we'll get to that so
1: new york rush starts playing and Faye steals her shit back and just flies straight through the hangar door instead of opening it which is pretty funny because that's the third time she's done that in this episode.
2: And Jet says, you're supposed to open the hangar door.
1: And she has like a, a hilarious crane game crane on her ship and flies by Spike and steals the money that was going to be exchanged for the chip. And uh, we, we get the classic like, oh, don't just stand there, get her. And all the guns on the ship, on the casino ship guy's Shit! Wow, I'm really butchering the sense. Um, <laughs> His name is Gordon. Gordon's Gordo's yeah. ship um, starts <laughs> shooting at Faye, and honestly she does like a really good job of dodging all these bullets in her spaceship That
3: well
0: apparently the, isn't even very good the bullets do a bad job of hitting her i don't know if
3: i think she has some sort of like reactive like shield it causes things to explode before they get to her it's just like that she's deploying i think that's so she fire.
2: dodges a bunch of bullets and then she looks at spike spike ca- okay so he has like killed that guy and gotten the money catches the chip he threw and then they look up at each other like, hey, we're really cool. And then she speeds off. And they start shooting missiles at her. And so she deploys like, what is that? What is it called? When you like, because they're like heat-seeking missiles. It's yeah. an AT yeah. field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they go, and then there's that one. <laughs> and she somehow, quote-unquote, reverses the polarity. <laughs> yeah, duh. On one of the missiles, Doctor Who style. And the... Their own missile comes back around and Spike has like jumped off of the ship going towards the bebop at this point. And one of their own missiles comes back and hits them.
1: And then everyone on uh, Gordo and all of his dudes fucking explode and die. And Faye flies off to Mars. Is that
2: correct? She flies off.
1: I think she flies to Mars. Is that what's in the... So, yeah, Faye kills everyone on that ship with one missile that she didn't even shoot. Um, And I would like to... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but um, despite this being in the future and there's like spaceships, everyone still uses like Glocks and the spaceships have like chain guns on them instead of like lasers, like Star Wars style.
2: Yeah, 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 we talked about it in the first episode. There are no, like, laser beams in uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, I, I actually thought it looked really cool watching people dodge, like,
0: missiles and bullets in space. Seems really dangerous, because, uh, I... like, if you shot a missile towards a spaceship in a mist, it would just go to that planet and then just, like, become a <laughs> meteor, basically, right? Is that science, uh, right? You...
2: It would burn up in the atmosphere. Someone right in. Oh, like, I guess so, yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, Faye, uh, Meg, actually, I'll let you recap the rest of what happens.
2: Yeah, so just real quick. So Faye speeds away and then Spike looks in the direction of her ship and says, She beat me again. Uh, Because she got the 30 million Wulongs. All he has is this poker chip. So the boys decide to go back to the casino and they've got this useless chip that's only worth one bet now. And somebody in the casino just yells, Hey, the dealer's cheating! And Spike looks over his shoulder, and there's, like, a ship, like, zooming past in the distance and, like, blinking out at the horizon, which is, like, supposed to be her, I guess. Yeah. And then we just end with, like, a a close-up on his face, and then the title card, or the ending card is... uh, Instead of CU space cowboy, it's easy come, easy go.
1: Yeah, and I I like this episode. Um, There's the next one after this is honestly, the next two we're going to do is like one I don't like particularly and then one I like a lot. But I'd be curious, Travis and Dakota, to hear, I guess starting with Travis, what your thoughts on the two episodes were overall, if you like them. You don't have to like it just because we do, obviously, because.
3: I really liked the second episode a lot. I thought it was uh, just like I said earlier, whimsical and fun. And the third episode was great. It was a good introduction for Faye.
1: Cool. I, I'm legitimately glad you liked it. I know um, it. this show is paced and shot in a way that's like not typical of anime. Like it almost feels like... It, it's like it, each
3: episode is a one-shot kind of.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of... I mean, they're all in like sequential order and there's a couple of two-parters, but it's not like one continuous storyline. It, it makes me
3: want more backstory on all the characters, which I know it's going to deliver slowly, but it makes me want it now. So that's a good, it's a good hook to keep me wanting to go back and watch more.
0: Um, cool. And Dakota, what did you think of episode two? Um, I wasn't a huge fan of episode uh, two, but I did like Ayn. So, I mean, without that, we wouldn't have him. Um, there was too many chase scenes in that for me, but episode three. One
1: extended chase scene.
0: Yeah, but episode three, I liked a lot just because I like the, the idea of like casinos and heists and that kind of thing like Oceans, the you know, the Oceans movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot more fun for me, I thought. And also just cool. adding another, a whole nother character with as much, uh, I guess, personality as Faye was more fun for me to watch. Yeah,
1: I think um, Spike and Jet actually like kind of subdued personalities. They, they I seem like... very
3: comfortable with each other. So it's like, they don't have to like go over each minute detail of their personality with each other all the time.
1: Right, yeah. I, I think Faye is a good way to introduce some like conflict in the group. Um, because... I think it's,
0: I think that, um, with Spike especially, it's so easy to see where, what his, uh, inspirations are. Like there's Bruce Lee and I see some James Dean sometimes and like the old school cool guys basically. So like, uh, they're they're more subdued because this that's just the inspiration for him, I guess. You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah, I, I totally agree. He's definitely an he's definitely like an old school um type of cool in a way we don't see, especially in animes, because he's like an adult man in his thirties and like a 14 year old with a superpower. He he has a very subdued personality. So the like two or three times he actually gets worked up in the show is Pretty interesting um
2: yeah he doesn't really ever scream his feelings
1: um meg i know you've already seen it these episodes multiple times but I was, how did how did you feel about episode two and three uh
2: i actually had a lot more fun watching episode two this time kind of coming into it i was like uh, i remember this one's kind of slow or whatever but there's so many like tiny little details i didn't notice the first time or the fourth time through <laughs> that I did with this. It was a little bit more fun just because I had to take notes on it. And then uh, I, I absolutely love Faye so much. So I was just super excited to see her kind of make her debut.
1: Yeah, and I'll say for my part, I also enjoyed the second episode more than I remember, because I, I remember when I originally watched, I thought like, oh, Cowboy Bebop has a really strong pilot and then drags until um, the villain shows up like five episodes in. But I actually enjoyed both of these episodes a lot. So the what? Does anyone have an episode list pulled up for the next two episodes we'll be watching? Here, I'll do it. I'm going to mute. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to mute my mic really quick. so You don't hear my mechanical <laughs> keyboard.
2: OK, so. So while uh, Cody's looking up an episode list, would you rather have to wear Faye's outfit for a week, the or... answer's
3: already that. Yes, I'd w- I'd wear a phase outfit for a week,
2: <laughs> or have to have uh jet's uh, metal face implant for the rest of your life.
0: Both of those sound really good, so maybe both. Do I do I get <laughs> something for picking both, or his arm? No, it's That'd just one cool of the two. Um, no, the outfit uh, would be terrible for everyone, for everyone involved, for bystanders, <laughs> for, for me as well. No, also, nobody
3: actually wants to see anybody I in think... that outfit.
1: <laughs> in right. episode twenty-seven, also, like... when you guys find out why she's wearing it, you're going to be ashamed of your words and deeds uh, <laughs> okay Cody Kojima <laughs> um,
2: she breathes through her skin yeah, she breathes, it's a medical condition <laughs> she breathes through
1: her butt and if her butt isn't out the whole time she dies so actually you're the one who's sexist
3: um, it's actually, <laughs> okay, so, it's so actually last time, boring. last time we talked about who won the episode and for this time my answer last time was the three old men Uh this time my answer is that again because the three old men walked away absolutely loaded they hit pay dirt in the casino it's so true. i think they're it's the so only dead. they're the only ones who actually had a positive positive outcome
1: i would say in episode two ein won because he yeah, did a little dog had exactly to multiple times and i'm Oh, go ahead.
3: Andy, I mean, he started out the episode inside of a briefcase and then he ended <laughs> up adopted with a loving family. So the
2: only way it goes up.
1: I, I mean Faye actually comes out pretty well in this episode. She makes more money than they've made like in the first two episodes so far. She gets thirty million woolongs.
3: I have the sneaking suspicion that these three old like card playing, and gambling men though are gonna be in the very like final scene before credit's roll of the last episode <laughs> and they're, you know, they're going to be the only ones left standing.
2: One of them is actually Spike's father.
1: <laughs> um, so our next two episodes, um, one's called Gateway Shuffle, the the next one after this episode four. And in that Spike and Jet take on an, an extreme animal rights activist group. And it's, I remember it sucking really bad. It might be like the they're second worst episode.
2: eco-terrorists.
1: Um, and then the episode after that is Battle to Fallen Angels. And that's actually where we meet our uh, main antagonist. And I'm really curious to see how Dakota and Travis react to it because he is the most anime part of the show. Perfect. I'll probably like him the most. I, I have a sneaking suspicion you guys will think he's really cool. <laughs>
3: I tend to gravitate towards <laughs> like sucks. the bad characters. You
1: do What's like always. Bakugo? What's his name? I, I always
3: like villains.
1: Okay. I'm going to give you guys just his name. Okay. I'm not going to give you any more information about him. Other than that, he's the most anime part of the show. So Dakota and Travis, Mm -hmm. the main villain's name is Vicious. Uh,
0: That's really cool. I already
1: like (laughs) that. I knew you guys would think he was cool i'm gonna try not to okay. google
3: him don't I really google it, what it looks like. does he yeah. look like There's...
1: sid vicious um <laughs>
2: no. you were in for a treat but
1: i have a sneaking suspicion it's gonna be me meg going this guy sucks so bad and you guys going like this guy's so cool <laughs> <laughs> okay should i should i just give a description of what it looks like meg or should we just wait no
2: no i think they just get the it's name so and lame. they're gonna have to watch the next two episodes so before they see him
1: i want to
3: wait and have the have the anime introduce him to me naturally
0: okay oh yeah i'm excited i'm excited <laughs> so to see bad. your guys reaction to vicious but he's in episode five <laughs> yes oh man I when i watched
3: up. this anime the first time i never even finished it but when i watched the first few episodes i think i was i don't know 13 or 14 so it's been a very long time
0: um
1: yeah it, we'll get to it next week because we'll be doing episodes four and five so we'll, yeah, we'll get to meet him then. but
0: while i'm watching episode four I'm missing me think about vicious the whole time and how <laughs> awesome <laughs> he probably is
1: <laughs> how cool he is uh Oh, no. I haven't even met the guy. So, yeah. He's so cool. <laughs> um, I you
3: say, eyes wide open.
1: No, he's, <laughs> he's no Victor Asimov. Man, but. he's
2: not. But he's got his own uh, set of one liners. So oh,
1: perfect. I, that that's it for episodes uh, two and three. And I want to thank everyone for joining us. We couldn't do it without you, um, whoever you are. And also, we're we're done talking about anime right now. I want to hit you guys with. A little knowledge nugget that came by my Twitter feed mm-hmm. um, earlier this week. That's not anime related at all. Did you guys know that in Harry Potter, the wizards oh my shit piss <laughs> p- their pants uh, and then uh, use magic to make it go away because <laughs> it's can.
3: And then you gotta tell them the spell name. You came up for this. Expelliapus is that
0: even right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's perfect. Meg, what would it be?
2: This makes me so mad. Meg, tell me what the canon
0: is. disappear the- I was thinking. I'm so mad. What about?
2: There have to be bathrooms in Hogwarts from the beginning because Salazar Slytherin. Hid the Chamber of Secrets door in a bathroom. J.K.
0: Rowling
1: said that they poop their pants. I I'm <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Catch woke. me on
2: my Harry Potter podcast where I just talk about how dumb all of the things that get tweeted from J.K. Rowling and Pottermore are. Crucify me. What about this makes me so what mad? What about
0: expelliarmass? Is that anything nice? <laughs> okay, <laughs> ass. There it is. Honestly, mass. You got to emphasize the ass part.
3: Ass. Benite. Be callous.
0: Ooh, very good. Ooh. Anyway. Okay, so
2: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> um,
0: but, uh. I'm
2: so mad. I could join us on our go. other
3: podcast where we make up Harry Potter spells. It's. I don't know what it'd be called. But,
1: uh, yeah, Meg, do you want to play us out?
2: Sure. Um, so I feel really bad because on our first episode, I said our email incorrectly. <laughs> so you can uh, email us at. My own worst anime at gmail.com. Uh, and with that, see you, Space Cowboy.
1: Wizards shit their pants.
2: <laughs> no, they <laughs> oh my god.
3: They wear robes, not pants.
2: It's like it's like such a high level spell that like no. I'm gonna I am going I can't do this anymore. <laughs>